Hey, what's going on everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of This Week Today with Curious J. I am your host, Curious J. I do appreciate you guys being here wherever you're listening to this, whether it be on the YouTube VOD, Spotify, Apple Music, Google Play Music, etc. I do appreciate you guys being here and listening to my latest episode of the podcast. Um, I'm going to try to keep this one short. We, you know, we're in the holidays. We just had Christmas, which I hope y'all had a Merry Christmas and you got everything you wanted to spend time with your loved ones and your family. We got the New Year's coming up, so I'll try to keep this one short, at least shorter than the last one. I'll, I'll try to do that. So before we get into the episode, I want a quick reminder that this episode is brought to you by WakamiAnimeClub.com. Visit their website for a bunch of cool anime articles, some merch, and a bunch of other things anime related. Go check it out for yourselves. They also have a Facebook page, Okami Anime, and uh, they drop a bunch of spicy anime memes that I love and I know you will too. So let's get into it. The first game I want to talk about is Fallen Order. So the game's been out for a while. I'm sure most of you have played it. Fantastic game. Rumor is right now that EA is hiring for some I think it's an artist and a developer in the Star Wars section so the rumor going on right now is that because of the, the them hiring is for sure but the rumor is that this is because they're working on a Fallen Order sequel I mean don't get me wrong it could be just another Star Wars game that they're working on but I think Fallen Order did so well that it wouldn't be too far-fetched to think that maybe they're actually working on the sequel to the game which I think it makes sense. I wouldn't put it past them. The game did really well. Um, kind of had a new take to it. it. It was more Dark Souls than you know your your average Star Wars game. And why not, right? Why not? There's always more room for more Star Wars. I mean, come on, we got nine movies. We got the shows, The Mandalorian, Clone Wars. We got the spin-off movies. Um, Rogue One. What's the one with uh? Can't think of his name. There's other movies. I can't think of it right now. But you know, there's more. So yeah, to me, it doesn't seem that far fetched to think that there would be another Fallen Order game. So that's something to keep an eye out. We'll talk more about that later if there's ever more news on that one. Next game I want to talk about is actually one that they first talked about when they talked about releasing the PS5. It's the first game actually ever announced for the PS5. Um, it's called Godfall. And it honestly, this type of game looks really cool to me because I love games where you have to grind a little bit to get where you want to be, you know what I mean? So uh, Godfall is an upcoming action RPG developed by Counterplay Games and published by Gearbox Publishing. The game will be released for Windows and the PS5 in late 2020. As I mentioned before, it was the first game confirmed for release on the PS5. The game is described as a looter slasher. We're used to looter shooters, but this one is a looter slasher in the sense that instead of someone with a gun, you're playing a knight, which I love. To me, anything involving swords, sold automatically. Um, so Godfall is set in a world with multiple distinct realms. Earth, wind, air, fire, and spirit. Also, a big catch for me personally. I love when you involve elements in there. So you play as a member of the Knight's Order, 
and you're attempting to keep the apocalypse at bay, which doesn't get more epic than that. But yes, it's already rumored to release holiday season of 2020. Comes out with the PS5 and it'll be on Windows as well. So if you're a PC gamer, don't worry about getting that PS5. Next game I want to talk about is Ghost of Tsushima. So Ghost of Tsushima is an upcoming action-adventure game developed by Sucker Punch Productions and published by Sony Interactive Entertainment for the PS4. So this one, as far as we know right now, is exclusive to the PS4. I'm not sure if they'll be re-releasing it for the PS5 when it comes out, considering they're not that far apart on, on the time perspective. But, I mean, it's... I would hope that anything that's on the PS4 would be playable on the PS5 as well, you know what I mean? It'd be kind of kind of a bad thing if you couldn't do that, but I guess we'll see how that goes. Um, as revealed by the game's announcement trailer, Ghost of Tsushima will be set in 13th century Japan, the time of the Mongol invasions. I'm assuming that's what most of the game will be based around. It's in the year 1274, the Mongols made their first stop on the island of Tsushima. You play as Jin, one of the last samurai on the devastated island, determined to quash the invasion and push the Mongols out, despite the odds being stacked against him. So from what I'm seeing and from what I've read and, and to understand is this game is going to play like an Assassin's Creed game. It's going to be uh, very stealth involved and you'll also have a lot of close quarter combat in the games. It honestly reminds me a little bit of Tenchu for the PlayStation 1, I'm not sure if you guys ever played that game. But it was the first game that I ever personally played where it involved silent assassination. You had to be very stealthy and you had to get the kill in one blow. And this looks to be a game very similar to that. Personally, as I said earlier, I love when you throw swords in the game and samurai culture to me is, is amazing. So I'm looking forward to this game. I haven't bought a game for the PS4 in a while, but this might be my next one. In all honesty. So I know how we feel about Blizzard. Lots of ups and downs with them lately. But they made some pretty big announcements at their last BlizzCon. Um, we already know that Warcraft 3 or Forge is right around the corner. But a game that they kind of hyped up was Diablo 4. So they released this super cool, I think it's like a 10 minute long trailer. Very graphic, very dark. Things that I personally love. But the thing is, um, during Blizz, during BlizzCon, they basically said that it's a long ways off. Uh, to quote the director, Luis Barriga, we are not coming out soon, not even Blizzard soon. So to me, it's like, well, why even release a trailer for this game that you have no plan on releasing anytime soon? Like, I'm already kind of wondering, is it going to be, is it even going to be re released in 2020? You mean you announced it in 2019? That seems like... A good amount of time to be able to release a game is this gonna be another one of those Warcraft 3 reforged scenarios where you take over a year to release the game because you're trying to meet your fans expectations you know what I mean as hyped up as I am for this okay wait let me backtrack I, I'm gonna be honest I loved Diablo 2 both the original and the expansion Lords of Destruction I could not get too much into Diablo 3. I don't know what it was. I just couldn't do it. I played it for a bit. I beat the whole story mode once and that was it. I was kind of done. I never went back to it. 
I'm hoping that Diablo 4 kind of takes me back to those Diablo 2 roots, gets me, you know, sucked into the game again. I love games where you have to grind to get to where you want to be, and that's what Diablo was back in the day. And I'm oh at Diablo 4, the trailer is so dark, and I love it. I'm hoping, I'm hoping that it is released in 2020, but I don't think it will be. I really don't. I guess we'll see. Only time will tell. So to finish off my gamer news, <clears throat> I want to talk about a game that, that I love. It's been a big part of my my stream this whole year of 2019. Um, that game is Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. So the game's been out for a while. I don't have much to say about it. I mean, the, la the latest character, Terry Bogard, was a great addition to the game. I'm a huge SNK player myself. I was back in the day, so I love him. I love him in the game. Really what I wanted to mention was the fact that Smash Bros Ultimate was the second most downloaded game on the Nintendo Switch. Second most downloaded game and it's not free, it's an expensive game. Unsurprisingly, the only game that beat it was Fortnite and that makes perfect sense to me. A lot of people, a lot of kids I would say, a lot of parents got their kids a Switch just so that they could play Fortnite. And it's a free game to download, so why wouldn't it be the most downloaded game, right? But that just goes to show how great this game is, how well it did. People love Smash Bros, man, and I'm one of those people, I gotta say. So, it might as well throw this out there, actually. If you're a person who loves playing Smash Bros yourself, my stream does this every Thursday night. We, we do Nintendo Night, where we play Super Smash Bros for the first half of the stream, and then Mario Kart 8 for the second half. If you have either one of those games, feel free to stop by. Uh, Thursday is 10 p.m. Central. We'll have a lot of fun with the community. We always do, and you know, like I say, there's always room. For, there's always room for more. You're more than welcome to swing by. So that's gonna be it for my gamer news section. Uh, next, I'm gonna get into a little bit of streamer news. Again, I don't have too much for you guys this week. I kind of want to keep it short, but there's some things I want to talk about. A lot of people have talked about how. Twitch has been kind of lacking on their bands, like they've been a little too lenient. There's been so many things that they've kind of let slide under the radar. And I feel like they're kind of starting to slowly make up for that. Um, some of the latest news is, um, so we had, what's her name, Karina Kopf. I hope I'm saying that correctly. Karina Kopf was a popular Twitch streamer and YouTuber. Um, she is a main member of David Dobrik's vlog squad, was banned from Twitch for a clip that was a year old. And that is insane to me. I'm sure someone had to have complained, but basically I don't want to get too into detail in the clip she kind of showed. I think it was a little bit of her bra, but breaks terms of service. But the clip was a year old. I would understand if they had banned her back then. But a year later, they banned her for it. It wasn't a permanent ban. It was temporary. Don't know how long it was going to be. But I think she was kind of just done. So when that happened, she was like, you know, time to, to look into broader horizons. And here we are now. Facebook Gaming lands its biggest exclusive female streamer yet with Vlog Squad member and former Twitch streamer Karina Koff. It's a big move. You know, Facebook Gaming has been making some big moves alongside of Mixer and YouTube Gaming. And this is their, as the article says here, it's their biggest female member yet, so 
might make some big moves for them in general. Especially considering that they are in, in, a, in a marketplace. They're right above Mixer. Them and Mixer are pretty much tied right there. With YouTube Gaming has like four times their market. And then obviously Twitch has the most. They have like a 70 some percent still. But we'll see. This could be good for Facebook right here. Another band I wanted to mention uh, in that same kind of topic was No-Tail. So No-Tail is a popular Dota 2 streamer who, you know, he's won two of the international tournaments. So he's he's a two-time winner. He's, he's doing great moves. The great Dota 2 player, popular Twitch streamer, was banned, temporarily suspended for using some homophobic derogatories, derogatory slurs. Um, wrong move, man. People think that, that just because Twitch is lenient on some perspectives that they're going to be okay when you try to do like, when you try to hate on people, you know what I mean? Twitch is open to everyone. It doesn't matter what race you are, what your sexual orientation is or whatever, man. Like Twitch is for everyone and, and as the world should be. So I'm kind of glad they did this. You can't let things let this slide and I think it makes perfect sense that they would make an example of someone as big as he is. So, all I can say on that one is be careful, man. Choose your words wisely and, and just don't hate, you know what I mean? Even, even if he didn't really aim it at a person specifically, when you use terms like, like he did in a derogatory sense, you're using them in a negative connotation. It's just not good. It's just not good for you. It's not good for anyone else. Keep it out of your vocabulary and be positive. That's what I always say. So last but not least, I swear, I think I'm going to make it like a thing to just always talk about this guy. <laughs> Dr. Disrespect makes the news once again. Um, so we all know how his streams go. He's known for, you know, uninstalling more games than he actually plays. And he tends to go back and give them a second chance, the third, a fourth, a fifth, a sixth, whatever. Um, but he, according to him, he's done with PUBG. He played a, I think he said it was 15, 25 minute game where he tried to play as smart as he could. He was doing great. He was in the winning circle and he was killed by a hacker. I get it. It's frustrating. No one wants to deal with that. But <laughs> it's just funny because he normally rages and, and starts yelling and, and uninstalls the game. And you know, but this one, t this time he was very calm about the way he talked about how frustrated he was. And for some reason, it was kind of scarier than <laughs> than when he rages. He was like so serious. You know what I mean? He was like so done. He had a lot to say about it. And it all makes sense, honestly. No one wants to deal with hackers, and I'm sure he's had his fair share. But yeah, he he's going to him. He's done with PUBG. I guess we'll see, right? We'll find out whether he plays it again or not pretty soon, which I'm I'm sure he will. But there's a lot of other games to play too. We got Modern Warfare. Um, I've surprisingly enough seen him playing a bunch of Fortnite. And <laughs> there you go. There's the scene. But yeah, it's just, it's sad, and I can, I see why he's frustrated, but that's his life, right? <laughs> so, I want to thank y'all for being here one more time. Uh, like I said, 
I'm trying to keep this episode short, and it, I promise you it will be shorter than the last one. Before we head out, I just want to say y'all have a happy new year. I look forward to 2020. It's going to be a great year. This will be my last uh, video on YouTube of 2019. But more to come, man. I, I'm trying to make some big moves in 2020, and I hope y'all are there to, to stick around and watch it all flourish. Come into life, right? Come to fruition. <laughs> So appreciate you guys. Y'all take it easy and remember, stay curious. Peace.